So Crisp, a tasty bite-sized podcast that serves business, bravery, branding, beauty, sex, love, motherhood, womanhood, feminism, labels, psychology, marketing, messaging, mavenry, musicals, and the mess we call life. All deliciously dished up and ready to consume. In fact, is there anything we don't discuss? Not with Jay Crisp Crow, copywriting queen from Crisp Copy in the kitchen. I hope you're hungry. episode is brought to you by Crisp Copy's newest offering, Unfail Your Email. It's a six-week degustation of deliciousness focused on making your email subscribers fall in love with you and want to buy your things. Everything from nurture sequences to subject lines and including a sales sequence that doesn't feel sleazy, Unfail Your Email is only for women in business and is capped at 10 participants at a time. The next round kicks off on March 30th. I'm going to pop the link in the show notes so that you can come and unfail your email with me. I first spotted Nikki Thomas owning the stage at my very first Secrets in the Garden event in the first year of my business, which by the way, feels like a thousand years ago. If you've ever been to a Secrets in the Garden event, you know how busy it is. There's like multiple stages. There's people everywhere. There's everyone vying for your attention. It's kind of like being online. But Nikki Thomas, she drew some eyes and captured attention. And the way that she spoke about her thing, it made me not only stop wandering and sit down and take notice, but it also made me feel a little fire in my belly because if she could speak with that much authority and that much excitement about something, I felt like it was probably something I needed to know about. So when I got to know Nikki, it all made sense. She is and quite literally has been a warrior with a background in the actual real life trenches, a lone woman cub in the pack that's otherwise known as the military. She has some stories. But don't you dare pigeonhole her because as I came to find out while she was kicking goals in the army, she was also dancing as a cowgirl in the local bar. That's right. That's true, right? That's true. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. All right. I found it on the interweb, so I just it's true. So today exactly. she's joining us on So Crisp to talk about the duality women should and can allow themselves when combining their career with their creativity that their souls desire. And we're also talking about sexy structures, which sounds a little bit weird, but stick with us because you're going to find out how these things work together. Welcome, Nikki Thomas, kick-ass warrior woman and slayer of all things suppressive. How are you? Woohoo, good thing. What a freaking intro. That was insane. I'm like yeah, I, in tears, Jay. That was amazing. <laughs> I, I, I try to make it, I try to, you know, I try to give back. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, really showcase how clever you are at summon someone up. I was like, yeah, I just won't speak. You've got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're done. Good. Thank yeah, you very exactly. much for coming. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> so first question before we do get to structures, because yes. um, I love these stories of yours. If you had to pick, what do you reckon your best army story is? Oh, like I like to tell one <laughs> on where the spot. I really, I know I like to tell one where I really screwed up because everybody sees it as like, oh, you were in the army. Oh my God, you're amazing. And it was so, you know, structured and military and all this. And I was like, you know what, actually, I really learned a lot from the moments when I really bug it up. So, um, I, we were doing a, um, a promotion course in the army means you go out bush and you pretend to be in a war. And, um, I was on that. And of course, being a girl, I didn't have she weaves in that time. So I had to, I put my hand up like. What on earth is a she-wee? Oh, I'm right. sorry. A she-wee is like a little device that you can put on your hoo-ha. And of course. And like a penis, you can wee out of it. I was okay. Like, well, you are like, allowed to say proper, we have, we've had um, the period coach on here, so she would be really oh, disappointed if I didn't. Vulva. So, 
yeah yeah, yeah you can say that a couple words love it love it love it love it um yeah but it would have been just so outstanding because I could have snuck off and done a wee on a tree you know what I mean yeah. but anyway that wasn't the case and so I said to my uh sergeant that was taking us out on patrol I need to go to the toilet I have really bad night vision I was like someone needs to come with me I will get lost and of course it was like don't be stupid you'll be right mate you know um I was like well okay then <laughs> So off I toddle with a Minami, which is a really large machine gun, and there's only one in the section, and they're very important for the attacks and things that we're about to do. And I go like, all right, I'll be back in a minute. Um, first I fell down someone else's pit, fell in a hole, and then ran into someone, and they were like, it's that way, like, keep going. I'm not sure. Got completely lost, didn't get to the toilet, weed somewhere in the bush, and then ran into another section attack, like this was an hour later. Are you serious? So and yeah. they let you stay. <laughs> and they let me stay. That's what I'm saying. You can totally F up and it's, you can still recover from it. Um, and it's good. It's so good. And also, it also talks to like when I got back. So basically the section that I ran into, they were like, yes, now we've got two guns. This is amazing. We're going to win, you know. Um, so they were pretty happy. But when I got back, my section was going like, oh, my God, you're going to get in so much trouble from the sergeant. And I was like, what is he going to do? Like I got lost. Do you know what I mean? There was yeah. nothing he could really do. You can't punish me. for, And I did warn you, I would get lost. Um, so it was a really good lesson. And I use that for women now when I'm like, just go, just stuff it up. Just get it wrong. What are people yeah. going to do? We're not living in a society where we get our head chopped off and make a mistake, you know? So yeah. I, yeah. So I love that one because again, it, it, it provides some realness to the fact that it, I wasn't freaking always good at it. <laughs> Yeah, right. Good. Yeah. yeah. And so do you, like when you, from hindsight, from, you know, the perspective of outside, <clears throat> like, is there a point that you, you grew up to, you grew up from that point, because you were quite young, to realise that really you should have made someone listen to you and come with you and used your voice a little more before you got lost wandering around in the bush with a machine gun? Oh my God, a hundred percent. I very much talk about this journey from warrior to warrior where it was like, oh, okay, all right, I'll do what you tell yeah. me. Um, yeah. And I should have. I've asked you once, and you've said no, so I'll just go. Oh, all right. Exactly. Be a good yeah. girl, Nikki. You know what I mean. And I know many of your listeners can relate to that. Um, so yeah, absolutely. <laughs> should have said, well, that's your choice, but you probably won't see me again. Yeah, and the other guys are going to take my gun, and now we've exactly. Lost. It's all your fault. Now you're one person down, and it is your fault, not mine. Exactly. That's right. And I should have, you know, stood my ground more, and that's been my journey. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, you've said um, on also on the interwebs that one of your driving beliefs is when women put themselves first, the world wins. What does that mean? So I believe that women um, at some kind of fundamental level, when they get their needs met, when they take care of themselves, they are givers. And you see that at all the business events that we go to and all the women's circles that we see. And, you know, when they put themselves first, the world wins because they are able to give more. So firstly, they're not depleted of energy, time, you know, um, resource, creativity, all of that stuff. When they're completely depleted and giving to everybody else first, the world suffers because we don't even, we don't create amazing things from that space. Mm. Um, and so when they do, I say firstly you get to give more to your family, which is often very important. Where we're wanting to, you know, we've got young kids or kids in high school or whatever, and want to sort of be growing them. But also then you get to give on a bigger scale. Like, like I would not show up for my monthly events if I did not have severe boundaries around my own time. Right. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. That, that's that, what yeah, I mean. that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. So you get to give to other women because you've sorted yourself out first. Because I go, this is like a boundary for me. And this is again, something I've really had to learn was going like, no, I don't take calls at that time. No, you can't contact me at that time. This is my time. Like, and even with family, it's like, no, you can't just come like, this is mum's time. No, you can't come on a walk with me. <laughs> this is my time. Um, and then, you know, because I'm in a better headspace then, and then I'm able to give back to, um, yeah. you know, much bigger scale. Yeah. I, um, I remember one, one time very early in my business, probably two or three years in when I first started, when I first realized that I was not a very good debt collector and I just realized that I just needed to charge up front. That was just going to be my thing. And if I lost clients because of that, Mm. then it was going to be worth my sanity because otherwise I was going to quit my business because I had to chase people for money. Um, and, and they, you know, they weren't even like unhappy clients. They were just clients who wouldn't pay their monthly bill and they would send you a whole lot more work and you'd be like, um, can you pay me? Oh, last month. Now, this is kind of my lifeline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Starving. Really yeah. They never were starving, but you know, yeah. there was a lot of back pains. But mm. I remember telling a client once who had, you know, she'd done the stalk and she was, you know, really prepared and everything was going fabulously. And then I said, this is how it works. I'm going to send you an invoice and a contract. And, da, 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 da. and she went, what are you sending me an invoice for? And I was like, for the, for the work, this is, <clears throat> it's all outlaid in the proposal. This is how, this is how I choose to work. Mm-hmm. And she went on this massive rant and called me unprofessional. Mm-hmm. And it was, I know. and it was, it's really funny. Cause it's like, it's been seven years and no one has ever pushed back since. Yeah. Her. Yeah. And she, but she's, sometimes she's the one that pops up in my head where I go, Oh, oh, should I? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe I just, maybe I should just let this person, you know, you know. know. Do you know what I call that though, Jay? Like when I go through the cycle, cause like warrior to warrior is a cycle that we go through. We don't achieve it once in like life's grand. Oh. Um, <laughs> and I always say when you make a decision like that, that's big for you. The universe comes and pushes back. And that's Oh, sure. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like how much do you want it? Try this on for size. And you have to decide in that moment. I'm holding that ground or um, yeah, okay. You can walk over my boundary again. Yeah. 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 yeah, For sure. I love that. Okay. So you wanted to talk about sexy. I basically said for everybody that's listening, I said to Nikki, (laughs) um, do you want to come on my podcast? You can talk about whatever you want. So um, she was like, I want to talk about how structure is sexy. And I was like, Oh, okay. It doesn't sound sexy. Yeah. It doesn't sound sexy. Um, So, but I do, um, I, I'm, I'm a recent convert to the sexiness of structure. So um, I'm perfectly okay for you to talk, to tell my people about this. So tell us about um, why you think structure is sexy and what that actually means to you in, in the way, in keeping in mind all the things that we've just kind of talked about. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, after leaving the, the military day, I, I did a, um, a live in my group yesterday. I found my old, um, birth plan and it was so structured and so like I had every detail covered and that meant that I needed to be in control of everything so much um you know and everything was so perfect because it's military of course you know there's millimeters worth of difference that would get you rejected or accepted for um you know writing minutes or something like that um and so I had this real perfectionism and then when I moved into coaching so I went you know, transition through psych into coaching and it was like loosen your boundaries and loosen up and do what you want. And I was like, yeah, like just be a wild woman, you know. Um, but from that space, um, you know, it was from one side to the other. So it was very, very stressful because I had no, no sequence, no planning, no structure. And I always felt like I was waking up in the middle of the night going like, did I do that thing? Oh my God, have I done that? Because I had yes. no systems in place. Oh. You can relate. That's the worst. That's the worst. And you wake up and you're like, no, 
no, no, I'm pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No, pretty sure. Hang on. No, I better get up and check on the laptop. Yeah. And oh shit, did I get back to that client? Cause you know, the clients are going through big stuff and I need to make sure they know I'm there for them. And I was like, did I, did I, or was that that one? Cause I don't know if you get this Jay, but often you get similar clients and if you haven't met them face to face, it's easy to mix up one with the other. Yeah. Um, and so I need to, I'm really careful in going like, right, make sure I've got a, you know, a good knowing of each client so that I'm not doing that at three in the morning going, was that Sally or was that Cherie? You know, like, yeah. um, so that was happening to me. And so I was like, okay, I needed to find a middle ground. And so for me, I, I, like you said, I was dancing on tables in a frigid nightclub as a cowgirl whilst being in the military. I need both parts of my personality man. I need the creativity and I need the, uh, the what we call the high D energy, the structure man. Um, so I had to make it work for me. So it was sexy structure. It had to be fun or I wasn't going to do it. So that's what I mean by sexy structure. And um, having structure in my business and now working with a VA and having systems in place, it allows me to be more sexy and more creative and more mm. fun and all of those things that I value. So, Because mm. you're not waking up in the middle of the night going, oh, right. I'm at. Yeah, not getting bogged down in the detail. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so do you find like, <clears throat> you know, I've worked with a couple of other people that say that people are either like big picture thinkers or like small detail. And oh, I, I feel like I can be, I can swing a little bit from one, one to the other, usually to my detriment, actually. Usually <laughs> the big picture thing that comes in when I'm supposed to be doing the small detail stuff and goes, oh, you could create a course about this and next year you get, and then what about a retreat? And I'm like, no, hang on a sec. I'm supposed to be oh, writing ad copy. <laughs> yeah, I can 100% relate to that. And I think it's because it's too, there's small detail stuff on, uh, you know, isn't the stuff that I love to do. I love to do the big picture stuff. So um, I can absolutely relate. And I, and I, again, the duality of our personalities is like, we get told things like this, like you're one person or another. Yes. I really just, and, 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 you know, not picking on business coaches or coaches because, you know, I've got one on the line. (laughs) Um, But you know, I've been, I've been known to have some pot shots at business coaches in the past. And when I started, I I really, really didn't like them. I was like, why would you have one? It's so ridiculous. Why would you, why would you have a, like, I I liked the idea of a mentor. Yes. Somebody who kind of walked the same path as you and who would kind of be not, not on call, but you know, at the, at the end of a call to say, how'd you do that? Like, how did that work? And I didn't, and I think maybe I just hit too many business coaches when I first joined all of the, you know, the fempreneur yeah. groups online where I was like, <laughs> how is this a thing yeah. and why would anyone pay for it? And then I've met, you know, a series yeah. of incredible people, not just women, because most recently yeah. I worked with a dude. Mm. So weird. I know, right? How rude that they would be good as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? Ex-military, yeah. same, same. Oh, totally. I love it. Oh, it was weird, Nikki. It was, it was so <sighs> weird because I only work with women. I only work with women. I have two sons and a husband and they're about all the men in my life. Yeah. And then this guy kind of popped up as a recommendation. I thought, oh, but you know what, bugger it. Try something different. Yeah. Ex-military, younger than me. I'm so glad that I didn't. And this is, you know, I'm happy to admit this because it's one of those things that um, I think I would have judged him if I had gone on his website and checked him out at all, I would have gone, no, too young no. and too hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't work with you. Yeah. Can't work with him. He's totally yeah. not going to understand me. So I just booked one of those intro calls. And when the confirmation email came back through, I opened it and I looked at his picture and went, oh no. What have I done? Yeah. And I had the yeah. same thing with my obstetrician. My obstetrician after I had the first baby went and lost like 40 kilos and started wearing polo necks and looked suddenly looked like he belonged in the dead poet society movie. And I was oh. like, you're a bit cute. I don't want you. 
are I'm you even there. as competent anymore? Exactly. <laughs> this judgment. Poor I me. love it. Do you know what? I love it because we do do that. And this is the yeah. thing. I'm like, don't be judgy. You know what? We do. And we need to. This is the whole thing. We, we need judgment to keep us safe and to see like, oh, where, you know, it's a primal need. Where do we fit in? What's dangerous? What's yeah. safe? It's just about how we manage it, isn't it? Yes. Like, like you said, I'm so glad I just went and did that instead of listening to my judgment, you know? Yeah. 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 I just went, oh, no, I'm doing it now. Let's just see what it's like. It's yeah, great. It was yeah. brilliant. Amazing. But yeah. Yeah. So, so. What, how do you, how, so you work with heaps and heaps of women, bundles yeah. and oodles of women. Yeah. Um, how do you see when they, when structure, if people are listening and they're like, I'm not sure if, stru- if I need structure, what yeah. will be going wrong in their lives that you've seen happen again and again, where oh they God. need a little bit more to bring in the little, the little army person structure. to come and help yeah. them? Yeah, overwhelm will be going wrong in right. their life. Overthinking. <laughs> Procrastination, uh, they'll be numbing, like eating lots of food, watching lots of binge TV, you know, right. drinking too much. I mean, because it's too much for them to handle because they've, um, you know, the mental load of it is really more stressful than the reality of it. And so that's when, that's what they'll notice is they're in overwhelm. They're feeling like they don't know what to do. They'll sit down at their computer and go, Far out, I've got 70,000 things to do. Um, when actually, in fact, it's probably seven. Yeah, right. Yeah, but they've got no structure around it. And, and they could outsource three and a half of those things. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, the, don't get me started on frigging delegation for people who are in jobs and outsourcing for entrepreneurs. Yeah, you would probably have had a similar experience. We always wait a little too long for that stuff, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> and you, but you work with women who aren't in business as well, don't you? I do. So when I met you, I was business coaching. It's so funny you say that stuff about business coaches because I was under working under business coaches who were just um, remodeling me to be them. Right. And (laughs) I was like, this works. I think that works for about, depending on your personality, you can probably do that for six to 12 months. And then if I feel anyway, I felt quite pigeonholed, quite suppressed. I felt like a fraud because it wasn't me. It was them, you know? Um, and so I went, oh, I don't know if I am a business coach. I haven't really had big success in business. I don't really feel qualified to go and do this stuff. So let's see what I am. So of course, leadership was the next step, Jay. Coming out of the army, I was like, yeah, well, I freaking nailed that. So um, I can do this. So I moved across into um, leadership. And now it's really hard to label yourself as a coach, actually. I just say mindset now. Because my program, like, yeah, absolutely, I work with entrepreneurs. Because the one thing holding them back is the fear of um, stepping up and being seen, usually, mm. you know. Yeah, um, or the oh, mindset behind it. You know, such a good, such a good segue. Because <clears throat> what I wanted to ask you about was, like, I work with women every day, and I've said this before, so apologies to anybody who's who's heard it already. But just about every single Fuck woman it, that they comes, need to hear it again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's going into the show notes. Okay, you need to hear this again. Uh, just about every single woman that comes into the Chris Bobby class or comes to do one-on-one. Um, copy coaching with me and I'm the same I hate the word coach but I cannot yeah, right. find that's what it is yeah <laughs> and that's what it is they all think they're coming in to like learn how to write a sales page or how to come up with you know a brand voice but the recurring theme through all of their backstories and the feedback I get at the end of the time mm-hmm. together is one about confidence because ultimately they already knew all the stuff and they generally know more about their thing than most other people know about their thing exactly. but they just can't find the confidence to create their own unique voice to tell the world about it and then back that up with the confidence to actually do it without whispering um you talk about 
cutting out that battle noise and listening to your own innate strength. And I totally get that because I think that women are really good resources when it comes to collecting and harvesting information and all that kind of stuff. You know, all the research that we do before we feel empowered enough to make a statement about it. I don't feel like men have that much of it. Well, you know, I'm married to one and I know that he just makes statements about things that I think, where have you come up with that? Yeah. Do you even know anything or is that just off the cuff? Yeah. Because, because he's a dude and he's confident in the world. He's like, this um, is my opinion. Yes. It should be everybody. And therefore it's a statement. Yeah. Yeah. And that process, he doesn't actually sound like that, but yeah, <laughs> in my head, that's how I feel like when I'm like, <laughs> where did you come up with that? Yeah, exactly. But yeah. That, that whole process with where we do resource can leave us feeling really kind of small and scared and like there's already enough people out there with voices louder and more important than ours. Oh my God, so true. So tell us how to not do that. <laughs> Stop researching. <laughs> Yes, good. Yeah. I love that. So one of my, you know, I have the five, the five key elements to what it takes to be a warrior woman, to consistently right. show up that way, right? And one of them is to walk on your own path at your own pace. Mm-hmm. And that is our most challenging thing because we're constantly looking for, um, like you said, we're researching. Do I actually know what I'm talking about here? What's mm. someone else saying about this? Um, am I allowed to say this? As much as that sucks, we still have that. Um, you know, I think we're still healing that from generations gone by. Do I have permission to say this? And am I going to be able to cope with it when people come back at me and say, how dare you? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so to be able to walk, I tell a story about it, um, about being able to walk on your own path at your own pace and have almost have blinkers on. Um, and it is something that is, that is a practice, Jay. This doesn't, you don't yeah. again, solve it's a doing it. word. Yeah. You have to do it again. <laughs> Cause every time you level up or every time you, you know, you either go for a promotion or you want to do a new job or you want to change career or you want to level up in your business. Again, you start looking wide and going, what's everyone else doing? And yeah. then yeah, the amount of times that I've heard, and you've probably heard women say, Oh, you know, there's so many people doing that. I'm like, yeah, well, there's a hundred thousand hairdressers out there too, but that doesn't mean don't be a hairdresser. Yeah. You know what absolutely. I mean? 100%. Do you feel like there's ever a flip side of that though? This is not on my list of questions to ask you, but I've just, okay. it's just popped up. When, do you feel like sometimes we give ourselves too much permission to take our own time to do things though? Cause I feel like, yes. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> good. good. Because when you're working like, your own pace. Yeah. This is what I'll tell you very briefly if I can the story. So oh, I, go for I, it. We got I all day. Doing, oh, good. I was doing a, um, I had to do, when you're in the army, you have to stay uh, compliant to be deployed overseas for, mm-hmm. you know, emergency or whatever helps pops up. So in, in that, you have to do a 15 kilometer pack march with a third of your body weight on, and you have to do it within a certain amount of time. And I was being deployed and I, and I hadn't done this, and I had to go and do it with an infantry unit, which is all boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started out walking with one of the sergeants who I knew because I didn't know any of the other boys and they're very intimidated by girls. Um, so I started walking with this guy and he was just shorter than me. We had a different pace and different stride. And I sort of started, I was like, okay, well, good chatting to you, Sergeant. Off I go. And I, I wasn't trying to beat him. I wasn't trying to win. I wasn't trying to be slower. Anyway, I, ca- I came in second on that pack march and they questioned me and reweighed my pack. Um, because... <gasps> Yeah, they right? reweighed your pack. Yeah, what in case you cheated? Well, how could I beat all those boys, Jay? You know, um, and what I what I what I talk about though in that moment <laughs> is I had no intention of any competition. I just yeah. walked at my own pace. So, um, what what I mean by that is don't fucking slow down because you feel scared or other people yeah. are questioning you. Do not slow down. If you need to go faster than people, go faster. If you need to go slower than people, go slower. But you've got to tap in, and this is like passion of my work you've got to tap into what's good for you yeah 
Yeah. And what, and what's good for you is sometimes not use it. This is, this is, I guess this is my point a little bit as <clears throat> I, you know, I work with tens and hundreds of women every single year now, which is awesome. I love the whole kind of group to Jada group thing. Yeah. I wish I'd tapped into that. Well, I don't know. Anyway, did it when I was ready. So it's good yeah. now. I love it. Mm. But I do see women using the, oh, I, you know, I just need to do this at my own pace, almost as an excuse for not doing the yes. things that they know that they're capable of doing. Oh, you know, I don't want to burn out. Well, really? Are you anywhere near no. that? Because I haven't even seen the fire yeah. being lit under your butt yet. <laughs> There's, a There's no burning between, happening. Um, exactly. And there is a difference between your gut, your intuition and your mm. fear. And we often can't hear the difference. Yes. Good. Mm. Oh, good. We'll, we'll slap that out too and put it in the in yeah, the show absolutely. notes as well. That's and a that's good one. why you need a mentor and that's why you need a coach because they're there to say, you know what, let me ask you some questions about that. And, you know, like I need a coach. I have a couple of coaches actually because I just, we're all human. We all want to hold back. We all want to use those yeah. excuses, but that's why you always need someone to give you a bit of feedback on that and push you a little harder. Yeah, I love that. You really achieve anything. Yeah, yeah. What I what I what I think I love about the coaches so much, and when you find the right ones, and you really yes. you have to shop around. Your coach, you do. Yeah, yeah. she. Uh, you. What I think what I love about, and I've said this before too. So again, apologies, but maybe you understand if I can hear it again. As, as yeah, stop <laughs> apologizing, Doug. I slap you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I love that my world now is surrounded. I'm just surrounded by yes people. I'm surrounded by people that say, "Oh my goodness, Jay, that's such a great idea. We'd love to be part of it." which is brilliant. I love that. And it's a great ego boost for me. And it's, you know, it's fabulous for business building. I need some no people. I need a couple of people that go, I'm not sure that that's your best work, or I'm not sure that that's the best decision for you. Or have you really thought about that beyond how that's going to feel? Like what's it actually going to look like? You you know, I think we need some people that are going to go, Hang on a sec. Actually, not your mum. Yeah, exactly. Not your mum. Your mum's usually a yes person too. My mum's not a yes person. Yeah. (laughs) Like one second thoughts. Actually, that's not so true. My mum's always like, "Why? Just go slower. Like step back." Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Don't get hurt. You know. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I think that's that's our job. Um, But that's so true because we're in this industry where we're very, um, you know, we're we're public and we're saying things that women are um, going, yeah, me too. Um, But if everybody's around you saying yes, you turn into the little emperor who... Yeah, you turn, yeah, you get your queen on. Yeah. And then you're like, I cannot be wrong. Exactly. And And I'll I'll behead anybody who... Yeah. dares to challenge me and then watch the universe come and show you like how humble you need to be yeah. you know what I mean then yeah, watch yeah. it happen and, and yeah. I think that's a really good point that you just made too about about this constant visibility because this is a real like I've 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 said this to you this building this business has been the biggest personal growth journey that I have ever been on and I was someone was that was previously like I do not need to read a bloody book about personal growth I think personal growth is bullshit it just happens <laughs> I remember and then yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I started this business and I was like, far out. Yeah. How much of me do I have to, it's not about changing, but like I really had to put the evolution on two and a half times. You know what I mean? Like I really had to turn it up and, and every single, you're right. Every time you win something or yeah. uh, you, you win, you get, you, you nail a challenge or, you know, there's all new <laughs> demons to deal with yeah. that you yeah. won't, sometimes you weren't even aware that they're there. Yeah. But I think the constant visibility, what you also have to be prepared for is that you have to be able to say, I was wrong about that. Oh, yes. And, and I think sometimes we're not, we've put in, as women, we've put in so much effort to make mm-hmm. sure that the statement that we're going to say is right before we mm-hmm. say it, yeah. that then we, we don't right. want to back down. 
I'm loving you leading me into all of my core pillars. One of them is um, <laughs> you're allowed to change your mind at any time. Yes. You know? Change your mind, direction, desires at any time. Because yeah. sometimes we stick so hard to something because we've put so much into it and we've learned it and we've researched it. and we've Like relationships. Oh, my God, yes. Um, and, then, and then we just stay, stay on that path. And it's like, no, you're actually allowed to change your mind. Because, you know, I think there's a negative stigma as well. I don't know. In my family, there was. Like, Dad would be like, oh, bloody women, you know, changing their mind again. And it's like... Uh, it was a negative thing. And now I'm like, yeah, changing my mind, guys. Like, suck it up. That's where I'm going. You know, it's yeah. not, it's not for um, me to save them from feeling uh, uncomfortable with that. But you get to change your mind. Yeah, cool. I love it. I was wrong. I'm actually doing that tonight at my event. I'm literally going because, you know, last year was a massive year for me. And I'm literally going to stand up. We do uh, an activity in my mastermind called I'm a Liar and a Fraud. And it just brings up all that fear. All that stuff that you're like, please don't find this out about me, you know, and I'm going to yeah, right. do that because you've got to lead. I love it. Mm. Okay. We're not doing that now though, are we? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so I'm an implementer. It's been well documented. I have lots of gold stars to prove it. Yeah. Um, and I like people to take a flipping action. I like to add, add take an action prompt at the end of each episode because otherwise you've just spent half an hour with us in your ear holes driving someone. You're like, oh, that was nice. So yeah, what them. would be yeah. your do this thing women if you could encourage the people that are listening and by encourage, I mean, give them a loving shove to do today to bring this kind of stuff into their lives. Oh my God. So much. Um, no, you can pick one. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, okay. You know what? The one thing I want you to do is notice the thing that when you think about it, it makes you feel like you might throw up in your mouth a little bit. Yes. Um, and I want you to take the first step towards that. So whether that is, having a conversation with someone, um, putting in an application for a job, putting out a Facebook live post, whatever makes you feel like you're going to vomit a little bit in your mouth. It's cause you know, you need to do it. Um, and it's time to do that. Excellent. Go and do that thing. And then send me an email or post on Facebook on Nikki's or mine or both about yep. what you did because um, get brave because yeah. that's where your confidence comes from. Yeah. I can promise you if you're listening, you've probably learned enough already and it's time to do some things. <laughs> I'll choose that. I just need to do another program. No, yeah, no, you no. don't. Yeah. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. Nikki, before we wrap up, tell us what's so crisp in your life right now. What have you got going on that's fabulous? Oh my God. What is so crisp in my life right now is the, um, just my new tribe, like from 2019 to 2020, the women that are starting to hang around the, the kick-ass warrior tribe and the, at the monthly events, etc., are off the charts. Like I'm so excited. It's like going to my own personal party <laughs> every month. So that's what's so crisp for me is you guys. Oh, that's lovely. All right. Well, we'll hook um, everybody that's listening up with how to find Nikki and go hang with her crew um, in the show notes. Uh, and um, in the meantime, thank you so much, Nikki Thomas, thank for being you, here Jay. with me. It is thank such, you, it's so lovely to have you here after however many years of, you, you really were the first person that I saw on a stage and I went, oh. I can't believe that. That's so crazy. You oh, never hear this cool. stuff either. You just never know the impact you're making. And that's another How one. How is she so fucking ballsy? <laughs> I would like to be a little bit ballsy. And I have some of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Well, this has been so crisp. My guest has been kick-ass warrior woman, Nikki Thomas. She has fought on the battlefield in every area of life. She knows what it's like to be deep in the trenches and what it takes to conquer the enemy within, both in the military and now as the warrior to warrior coach. Nikki has the innate ability to teach women how to cut out all the battle noise, listen to their inner strength and step up into the warrior they are right now so they can take charge in every area of their life with confidence and certainty. You might've noticed this is so not a regular nuts and bolts podcast about business. We're looking for crisp new ways to discuss wordy elements. So if you have a suggestion, please drop me a line. Now, Nikki, because you are confident and mm-hmm. fabulous and have structure <laughs> and creativity, you are allowed to do the outro. So this is the may your day be as crisp as insert okay. your crispy thing here. All right. Fantastic. So may your day be as crisp as the clean, swift death of your inner enemy. <laughs> so step up, ladies. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that was brilliant. That was brilliant. I loved it. We're done. We're legends. You've been listening to So Crisp with copywriter, copy coach, and consultant Jay Crisp Crow. If you've loved this episode, get all the juicy details and links at crispcopy.com.au forward slash podcast. Make sure you never miss a bite by subscribing to So Crisp wherever you get your podcasts. Want to help us spread the deliciousness? Rate and review this show and share with your mates. Remember, if there's a copy question you want nibbled at, email me straight away right now.